Welcome to Creative Audio Production with your host, Pete Buckwald. At Creative Audio Production, we're seeking to create a community of audio engineers wanting to explore brave new frontiers, to boldly put a microphone where no microphone has gone before. And our creative results may vary, but we will not wallow in our failures, for our failures may prove to be the foundation for future sonic glory. All right, brace yourself and get ready for this episode of Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Creative Audio Production. This time I'll, I want to talk about creative ways to integrate external sound sources, namely synthesizers, into your recording environment. Uh, I am a huge fan of virtual synths. You guys know that if you've been following the, the podcast and the videos at all. Um, but, man, I after playing with virtual synths and programming them and then maybe I'd go watch YouTube and see somebody programming a Moog modular or something like that. And the sound quality was just vastly different. It, it had a fullness that the virtual synths cannot achieve. Um, even when those videos are recorded on a cell phone or something, I, it's very clear that the sound is a, a different type. So... Man, it seems to me that there are a lot of ways to integrate external sound sources, um, um, analog synths, into your environment. Uh, I'm going to be talking about specifically using Logic Pro and a mini log and uh, another synth. Uh, but the, the principles talked about here can very easily be applied to to other DAWs, other, other software, as well as other uh, external synths. Um, I want to highlight three basic um, creative ways to integrate external synths. Uh, here's the mini log, $500, and um, it it's, does so much. It's it's great. Um, and my interface, for what it's worth, is an Apollo Duo, and it has a couple different inputs here and multiple outputs, which would be needed for one of the techniques at least. Before I, we go forward, I wanted to give a shout out to the synthesizer, synthesizer live, I can't type this morning, library, that, there we go. Check out this podcast uh, at some point, especially if you're new to um, external synths or um, you know hardware synthesizers and you're curious what the different the different areas of the synth what that what they do, um, and even if if you kind of have been wrapping your brain around it just by experimentation, it doesn't hurt to have somebody else explain it verbally because there might be little details that um, help you understand things that you are experiencing. All right, so check that out, Adam Anderson's the Synthesizer Library podcast. And let's get talking about integrating external synths. Whatever synth you have, make sure you're going to need to download any drivers. I will put this link in the in the show notes. So you would need to download and install the USB MIDI driver for your operating system if you're using the Mini Log, um, as well as um, the, probably the system updater. And Let's see. Okay, there's that. 
And here we go. So one way we can integrate external stuff is just to sample it. I went through a mini Moog. Let me get a picture of mini Moog. That's worth taking a look at. Mini Moog. Mini Moog. We have a vintage mini Moog where I teach, and I was able to get some samples from that. And I opted just to get a single oscillator, and I sampled each waveform chromatically from the lowest note it could play, and I would play up as far as I could and then shift the octaves and continue. So I ended up with like six or seven octaves of chromatic uh, waveforms for two measures at 120 beats a minute. So once those were created, it's pretty easy in logic to create sample sets. I think I already created a video showing how to do that. Um, if you look through my blog, you can probably find uh, that. And uh, so I hear all six waveforms as sampled, and then also made a pitch-corrected version. Uh, vintage synths have a little bit of synthesizer um, character in terms of where the, where the pitches end up playing and stuff. So once it came out of that monophonic environment of a mini-moog into a polyphonic sampler in my computer, those anomalies in uh, pitch really reared their ugly heads. So pitch correction helped a lot if you want to do polyphony. Even with this step of just taking samples of a analog synth, getting the purest samples uh, at a foundational level of these waveforms in an oscillator, those already uh, took the sonic quality up a notch. And I can't really play it for you because my screen capture software is being stupid. Uh, but if you want these samples and you can check them out, um, I'm going to make them available on my website. I'm going to make them formatted available for EXS24 and maybe for the contact player if I can figure out how to do that. So anyway, this immediately, uh, I saw an improvement. I was, I was get, getting 98% of the sound that, that I was hearing in my head that I was not getting using virtual plugins of Moog modulars and, and stuff like that. I've done A-B comparisons of my samples versus you know, plugins of the, the mini, and uh, the, the samples just are night and day. Not night and day. I mean, this comes pretty close, but it's you can tell there's a difference. A lot of it's on the low frequency side. Also on the high side, there's some differences as well. Certain things are absent or hyped in the plug-in versus uh, the real thing. All right, so <clears throat> let's talk about the three ways I'm integrating the Minilog. First of all is once, <clears throat> once you have the software, uh, the driver installed, the manual strongly encourages you anytime you're going to hook up a USB cable or anything that has a digital signal, these little eighth inch sync cables, um, any, anything on the back of this, this unit that would be digital, um, you're going to need to turn off the, the device before you plug in the cable. So do that as the manual suggests. And after that, you just create a new external MIDI track, and if you've installed the drivers, uh, the MIDI 
connection shows up as an option. Um, it's it functions both as a MIDI in and a MIDI out. Is that is that correct? Let me think about that. Yeah, it functions as both because you're able to record from the MIDI log onto this track. So it, it's doing both. I know it, the default label is MIDI out, but it ends up doing both. So once this is in place, it's able to receive MIDI information from the analog synth, and it's able to record it and play it back. But we also need to create a new audio track and connect um, a quarter-inch audio cable out of the back of the, the synth and into our interface so that we can record the sound from it. So what we're going to end up doing is we can record synth stuff. We can record that, we can quantize it, transpose it, we can do whatever we want, and then whenever we're ready, we can record that. Let me just quantize it so I did something. Boobo doobie. See what eighth note does. Oh, I didn't select anything. Select all. Quantize. Yeah, that got goofy. But once it, once you're happy with whatever you you did, you just hit record again. And if you don't have sound card weird signal flow, that that will work for you. <laughs> yeah, my my sound is route has to be routed weird in order for me to record my voice into my screen capture software. So I, I'm sorry that I can't play these things for you. All right, so that's method number one. And here we go, method number two. In terms of combining the best of both worlds, the true voltage of something like the Minilog with the flexibility and uh, processing of, of this environment, one thing we can do is we can take this sound. Here's the audio. Uh, so the sound, this controls the, the MIDI data. The sound comes here. We can take this sound and output it somewhere. In this Moog modular from Archuria, there is an option to pull in external audio. And we can take the voltage from our mini log and run it through additional things, all kinds of things, ring modulation. Uh, I could probably figure out a way to get into the sequencer and you tend to use that. Envelopes, um, additional LFOs. Um, that, that these can be tempo synced in, inside my logic environment, so that's helpful. So we can take our sound out of the filter. Just let me show you the, the signal flow. You can download the, the free demo of this and give it a try. Um, it's a fully functional demo for 20 minutes. Um, after you patch the sound into the VCA, the voltage controlled amplifier, that means it, it will adjust the pitch. Um, turn up the release here on the envelope all the way up. Right click where this says in and connect to keyboard trigger off. And then from that point you should be able to play and use everything you want. You can adjust your filters, you can pull in your LFO here and have it do stuff. See, it's synced to, to logic by flipping the switch to the right. You can change how fast the LFO is, is going. Yeah, so all kinds of stuff you can do. And all, If you want to change modules here, you just click on it, and you choose what you want to change it to, and all kinds of fun to be had. This, um, this Bode frequency shifter 
Moog only made 12 of them. And so it's kind of fun that you can play with a, an emulation of a module that, that is so rare. So there's that. So that, that was my second creative way to integrate voltage and put it into a digital environment and do some turning of knobs in the virtual world in addition to what you can do on the mini log. Third way. Now, on the back of my mini log, there is an audio in. And once you pull audio in, you can run it through any of the devices, any of the, the filters, the LFO, all of that. Um, your external sound will uh, be going through everything, even, even the sequencer. So that's pretty cool. So now I got to thinking, well, what if I use the mini log as a MIDI controller to play something like a virtual synth in here, have that sound go out of my Apollo Duo, and have that sound come in to my mini log. The end result is you have a third oscillator on your mini log. You could even do more because uh, here I have three of them and all we have to do is record all of them and send all of that sound to a bus that goes to output three and that would send the additional three oscillators in real time as I play my mini log it's also going to be playing the sound of three other oscillators and these I can pitch shift, I can change the envelopes, I can do all kinds of editing on this end even before it gets in if I want. Uh, this is my filter, change the envelope, whatever I want. And I, I could have unlimited numbers of oscillators being played by the mini log this way. And in this instance it's really cool because it's samples of a mini Moog. I'm getting true sound from a mini Moog as additional oscillators inside my mini log. Uh, so that's, and, and just quickly, um, in the logic environment, this, I'd, I've tried this out and it wasn't very stable. It, 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 things would freeze up and get all weird. Uh, it did help sometimes if I put my voice mode on the mini log in unison. That seemed to help some of the stability and some of the weird sounds it was getting. Maybe it'd be more stable in other software. I'd, I'm not sure. I'll have to check out Pro Tools and maybe Ableton. The, another way you could do a similar thing, this, the same idea, but uh, you can go to Craigslist, enter synthesizer for your city, and you could get some kind of synth that has MIDI in and out. Let's just grab this old TS-12 from my friends at Insonic. And this is going to have MIDI in and out on the back. And so what you can do is you can take 5-pin MIDI out of your mini, mini log and MIDI, MIDI into this, this unit, take the audio out of the TS-12 and plug it into the audio in of the mini log. And every note I would play on my mini log keyboard would trigger whatever sound is queued up on the TS-12 here and it would pull it back into my mini log and the audio output of my mini log combines all of those oscillators and I could record that into my track here. So those are just some ways I've been dreaming about um, taking advantage, combining both the analog voltage world and the flexibility, the editing power 
of an environment like Logic Pro and um, Studio One, Cubase, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there are a lot of possibilities here. And um, I've been enjoying so much sound design in this environment. Um, it's been a great creative outlet for me. But I wanted to make this video because I've been spending way too much time sound designing um, and not writing songs. And so I, I just kind of wanted to get this out of my system, explain some basic principles to you guys in case you're wondering how to integrate the mini log into your computer environment. And I hope this has been helpful in that regard. And I look forward to hearing your comments. If you have additional ways that you're integrating the mini log or your an analog synth into your computer environment, please leave a comment in the show notes. Let me know. Uh, if you have questions, feel free to leave a, a comment as well. Okay, here are some sound examples of the techniques I mentioned. Um, first off, I want to make a correction. If you record the MIDI from the mini log, you have to use a MIDI track in Logic called Mini Log Sound. The, the MIDI out that I showed in the video and talked about is incorrect. It will not play back the sound of the mini log. Don't use the MIDI out. Uh, I'm not sure the function of that. I might have to read the manual, but mini log sound, if you use the one labeled that, it will both record the MIDI and it will play it back. So go and use one of those. Uh, so with that in mind, here is the sound of Logic playing the mini log for me. And here's some of the sounds of running the mini log through some of the virtual modules in Archuria's Moog modular. All right, I want to clarify in that example, I did use two oscillators inside the modular in addition to the sound coming from uh, the mini log. Uh, they were doing a lot of low frequency stuff and the mini log was doing that higher arpeggio. Okay, for my final example, I want to sh try to show you what it sounds like if you uh, send the output of um, some virtual synth into the input, the audio input on the mini log, and essentially getting a third oscillator or a, you know as many additional oscillators as you want coming from the the computer world into uh, the mini log world, then I guess back into the computer world in order to record it. But okay, here's what that sounds like.
So that started off with a pulse wave, pulse wave number two from the mini Moog. That's my sample. And then I did blend in oscillator number one on the mini log and then um, oscillator three. So all of that I was just playing on the mini log and I think how I did it was I turned all my oscillators mixer levels down. And then when I pressed the record arm on the mini Moog sample, I would play my mini log, uh, but I would only be hearing the sound of the mini Moog, but coming through the mini log, uh, the audio coming through the mini log. And so then when I slowly pull up oscillator one, we heard two total, os two complete oscillators and the the sound level of the mini Moog uh, kind of mixes naturally. Like as I turn down mixer uh, oscillator number one, it, it would also change both of those, the, the, the sample as well as the built-in oscillator and the mini log. And then I pulled in oscillator two on the mini log and that created a third sound. And then when things changed there toward the end, I activated the sync switch over in the left and then finally, when it got really fat, that's when I hit the unison button on the, uh, the voice mode. Okay, well, that's all I got for this. I hope this helps uh, show you the potential for integrating, um, com for combining analog and digital in different ways. See you guys. If you want to reach us here at Creative Audio Production, you can find our website at creative-audio-production.com. You can find us on Facebook, uh, become a friend and, and follow us there. And on the website, you can, I believe you can contact me through email as well. So thanks for listening and we will see you next time.